Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Trick Theology. Today we're considering the two trees, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. We're considering these two today because we are about to study the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel was written for our time. It contains all the secrets of our world from the past, powerful insights into our present situation, as well as the most accurate projection of the final seeing of the appointed time for the Gentiles. Understanding the book of Daniel will prepare us for complete restoration after the events that the world is about to experience. However, the book of Daniel must be situated properly within the central theme of the Holy Scriptures. This is why we're spending this episode to summarize the central theme of the Scriptures starting from Genesis chapter 1. We'll march through the Scriptures until we hit Daniel. And here, let me drop a very important note. There is no religion in the book of Genesis. The book was written by a man who never took part in anybody's religion. Moses did not write his work for the purpose of conducting religious services, and he never used any of his books for that purpose while he was still alive. It is my fervent prayer that all those people who are peddling the book of Genesis as if it contains some sort of religious material will never understand Genesis or any part of the Holy Scriptures. Let's get started. So the central theme of the Holy Scriptures is in three words, Kingdom of Heaven. It is often referred to as the Kingdom of God, especially in the New Testament. It's the same thing. The kingdom of heaven is the universal government. The God of heaven is the king of the kingdom of heaven. The God of heaven created the earth as a true extension of the universal kingdom or the kingdom of heaven. What is interesting is that man, not some gods or some angels, was enthroned as king and queen over the domain. Man was created for a special purpose, and that special purpose was expressed long before the creation of man. Let's read it together in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Everything, including the planet itself, was subjected to man even before he was created. Man was the king of the domain, not angels. The God of heaven is the king of the universal government, and he created man in his image to ensure that man becomes the only entity that is qualified to rule the domain. And we find this truth expressed in the next two verses. Actually, I describe the next two verses in Genesis chapter 1 
as the enthronement script. Verse 27 reads, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Adam and Hawa were enthroned as king and queen, in the true sense of those words. Let me ask you a question. Are you seeing politics, culture, and tradition in the book of Genesis so far? Or are you seeing religion? That's a harmless question. Inside the enthronement script sits a major duty for man. Adam and his wife were supposed to produce and multiply humankind until they not the trees, and not the animals had the numbers to dominate the planet. So, provision was made for everything the couple would need to succeed, so that they will focus on the little business of multiplying humankind. Without a great population, no kingdom would have power. But as you may know already, things are about to get really rough. And why they get so rough and the road to recovery is recorded as part of the central theme of the Holy Scriptures, starting from the book of Genesis chapter 3. From here on, the biblical story shifts dramatically from the newly enthroned king and queen to the powers of two trees that were growing in their backyard, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The two trees existed in the same home or the same territory. One had the power to extend human life. And of course, if you, are, if you have a whole planet to govern, you want to live for as long as it takes to explore the entire planet. It's your property. You must know all of it. You want to live forever so that you can achieve this, right? The trouble is, there is another tree in their backyard, the same home, and that tree had the power to terminate human life. And as long as that tree existed, as long as it grew, as long as it produced seed capable of spreading to colonize the earth, the purpose that was worked into the enthronement script, i.e., the fact that Adam and his wife were supposed to multiply humankind until they had the numbers to dominate the world stood defeated. Adam and his wife were going to die, and any number of children they were able to produce would die, and death would keep their numbers in check until the plan to dominate a planet becomes unachievable. The more you produce, the more will die, 